Welcome to Bullshit Alert. I'm your host, Jeff Griggs. And as usual, I have a group of friends with me today, and I'm pretty sure they are all lying to me. If they're lying and I think they're telling the truth, I will award them points. If they're telling the truth and I think they're lying, I'll award them points. If I guess right and they they just make me laugh, I'm going to award them points. Scoring system is very precise. It's complicated and it is available on our Instagram page, Bullshit Alert without an I. Today, joining me are my bullshitting friends. First up, Danny Marshall. Hi, Danny. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? Very good. Next up is Lily Moss. Hi, Lily. Hello. How are you, Lily? Fine. Adequate. Good. All right. That was (laughs) three different ways that you could be. Very nice. Uh, And joining us today is our special guest, Sarab Pandey. Uh, he's from Houston and he uh, lived in Chicago for a long time. And in Chicago, he was on touring company uh, for Second City uh, and has done many different things, performed at the IO Theater, uh, has performed with the Improvised Shakespeare Company. And Sarab, I looked up a bio for you. It says you appeared in Chicago Med, you appeared in The Shy, and you contribute to the website Collider. Wow, Sarab. You have a bio. I have a bio. I have a biography. How are you, Saram? Good, fine, adequate. Uh, <laughs> oh, good, good. You and Lily match. I saw Sar- what you did there. Yeah. yeah. Saram, how long have we known each other? How long have I known you? Jeff, you, uh, I moved to Chicago uh, January 9th, 2014. And January 10th was my level one IO class that you wow. taught. So I've literally known you since the very beginning of Chicago and <laughs> the then uh, yeah yeah and and then um Jeff mentioned I was on a touring company he didn't mention that uh Jeff was our touring company director so yeah uh, I've one of those mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. one of my favorite scenes one of my favorite scenes ever was during Christmas show where Sarb pitched a holiday show where uh a little girl uh went nuts on her dad as uh (laughs) she was on television what was the do you remember what the little girl's name was i cannot remember her name it was it was allison banowski yeah 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 yeah. and then she would uh take me she'd be like sugary sweet explaining like a, a a christmas treat and then i'd interrupt her and she'd take me backstage and we'd be mic'd up and she'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you what do you need to shut your mouth and come back out, do it again. Um, I'm glad that took with you so much. Yep, that was great. And then uh, the Diwali um, rap that you did for uh, Happy Holiday. Just some of my favorites. So cool. I want to bring that up again, Jeff, if you remember that we put that in after Anthony and I wrote the saddest 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 holiday song where you were like we have to cut it and we're like why and you're like someone left the house saying well that's depressing someone as they were leaving said never been to a holiday show where i wanted to kill myself afterward (laughs) it really was one of the most depressing songs because it was about new year's eve and it was so depressing the audience left sad and that's never what you want to have happen after holiday show and yeah so then at the last minute we just threw together uh, a mixture of songs that were just happy and joyful and Sarab uh rapped about Diwali and it it was awesome one it's still seriously one of my favorite scenes ever that we ever did at Second City also joining us is my best friend in the entire (laughs) world in some bunker in Southern Illinois, it is Stephen Carter. Stephen, how's the bunker this week? It's good. It's a little cold, and that's how I like it. So, you know. Why is it cold? Because I know it's probably like 85, 90 degrees in Southern Illinois. Why is it cold in your bunker? 
because it's so when they built it they cut so far into the earth yeah it's just constantly cold in this bunker is it also moist and wet no no never gets moist never gets wet does it's always just a little touch doesn't it get hotter as you go in into other layers like if you're in the mantle what i was you're in the mantle i I mean and and believe me lily's gonna say something how the crust is still very thick i know that lily but uh yeah i I feel like it's gonna get hot now danny if you if you go down you'll probably get some like permafrost Mm. like deep under the earth uh away from the sun's rays it's only if you go like pretty far down that you get you get heat. Right. So he's not in the um, mantle yet. And I know that from the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. There was an episode <laughs> where they talked about that. That's a good cut. That's a good cut. Jeff, did you watch the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? No, no. That I was didn't. after me. Yeah. Okay. That was after That was after my time. <laughs> uh, well, Stephen, your story checks out. Congratulations. You're welcome. Thank you for saluting me. <laughs> All right. It's time for our first round. And in our first round... Uh, we get to ask everyone, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? So we are going to start with Danny. Danny, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Um, so this week, uh, a friend and I went to an establishment called Buffalo Wild Wings. And we decided to test our spice limits. And it went better than expected. Uh, but the strangest thing was there's this thing called the Blazon Challenge uh, where, you know, you have to eat, I think it's about 10 wings of their Carolina Reaper Blazon wings. Oh, really? In five In five minutes without using a napkin or water or anything. And we had talked about it, but I was not going to do it. Uh, but then the table next to us, out of nowhere, we see this guy tie his hair up pull his chair back and roll up his sleeves and then start digging in to these blazing wings. And it was a sight I, I have never seen. And I don't think I'll see again. And so did he uh, win the challenge? He did. He did. He won it in, I think it was like three minutes. And uh, it, it seems like if you can handle spice, the pain is just the amount of chicken you got to eat. That makes sense. I don't think I could eat 10 regular wings in three minutes. Okay. I don't think I could you can't eat. eat. You can't eat two wings in 10 minutes. You are it's the true. slowest and eater and you get full from anything. It's true. Danny, what was the hottest you got? I tried blazing. Um, I had two blazing wings. I had two of the wild wings and two mango habanero. I basically started at level seven and up because you got to get five, minimum five per flavor. So we did six flavors. And we started with, I got Caribbean jerk, Thai curry. That's the best one. Thai curry is the by far the best one. Mm-hmm. Nashville hot, mango habanero, wild and blazing. And uh, yeah, it was, they, I, honestly, the mango habanero was, killed me the most. Really? And, yeah, that got me real bad. And by that point, wild and blazing just tasted, they were, they tasted pretty doable. So um but yeah, it was definitely, definitely the hottest food I've ever had in my life. I was sweating above and below my eyes. Like, uh, I wasn't crying. Uh, believe me, I would have known. But um, there was sweat coming out of places that never happened. And and I went with my best, one of my best friends from childhood. And he said throughout the meal multiple times, he said, "Are you okay? You look very sad." Yeah, I'm oh. just crying above and below my eyes, not from my eyes. Right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, it was it was painful, but I did it. All right. Good, good, good. Good to know. All right, Stephen, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Uh, I got chewed out when I called a church. Okay. Well, why, <laughs> why were you calling the church? Uh, I got sent, like, a little flyer that says... Have you been to online church? And I'm like, well, uh, I don't want to. And I hope this is the last flyer I get. So I called them. Okay. And <laughs> what, what was, why did they chew you out? 
because I, I was like, you know, this is wasteful. I, I, you know, you get so many pamphlets anyway, but I was like, I don't need a pamphlet to go to online church. Like, because they were, it's, it's this vast area of Southern Illinois. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I, I just, I don't want to be on your list anymore. This is wasteful. And they just started kind of tearing into me. What were some of the things they said? Yeah. Well, they're like, you know, God can, you know, we can do whatever with the sight of God. Um, and I'm like, well, okay. And they were just like, well, it's our money. You know, we okay. can spend it however we want. You know, they just started. I know, I know God personally, Stephen, and he cannot do that. He can't. But this woman that I talked to can. Oh, oh, I don't know her. Okay. Yeah. She just let me have. I don't like she if she was working anywhere else but a church i think she would have dropped in a swear or two i think because she was just annoyed that i was saying save the environment and she was like but god's first everyone you know printing off a bunch of unnecessary leaflets is probably the worst thing the church has ever done you're right Stephen. Uh, i mean there's worse things but we don't need to get into that no 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 let's do it let's do it wasn't wasn't there a movie Spotlight about how they like looked into their ecological footprint? Yeah, that was waste? it. That was it. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was it. They didn't. Yeah, they don't. I think they was, didn't like solar panels. I think it was a movie about theater. Spotlight. All right. Oh, you're right. You're right. Sarab, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Uh, so I um, the part of town I live in now, Montrose, is like excellent it's like one of the few parts of houston you can actually walk to and like bars and stuff like that and i was living in like the deep suburbs with my parents before i moved into this apartment and uh so there's a bar close to us called rudyards um and and it's not too far and so i like went there to have a drink or six and um (laughs) i was walking home and it's not too far at all but um i pull up i'm at a light and there's a car also with the light and they were playing um fallout boy which is you know i'm a sucker for some old old school emo pop punk you know and so i was like uh, instead of saying like hey great song i said hey could i get a ride um <laughs> instead of yeah and they were like hell yeah where are you going i'm like i'm literally down the street but uh i don't i thought I'd be fun to roll with you guys. And so I did. And it was three of them. And I hopped in the back and they're like, we're going to Anvil. Do you want to come to Anvil? And I'm like, I'll come to Anvil. Yeah, let's go. It's another cocktail bar down the street. And so I then just spent the rest of the evening at Anvil with these three people that picked me up and I made it to your podcast. I I didn't get murdered. I didn't get dead. So, hey, yeah, congratulations on that. Thank you. Did, uh, did you like have you hung out with them since? No, I just got their Instagrams and maybe I will again. I don't know. Do you do this a lot? I something about the pop punk, it led me, you know. It's uh there's only about six of us left. So I thought, okay, well that's four. Let's uh let's just jump back in. Well yeah, you're gonna start looking at their stories and seeing when they're out and about listening to Fallout Boy and like, <laughs> you guys you guys up for That's another true. I'm round? just gonna see their stories, like what like bar they're drinking at when they take pictures and I'll just be like Vroom. I'll meet there. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Roll up stereo speaker in one hand, uh, another beer in another, and you just like Fallout Boy. Yeah. Was was the rest of the, the night was most of the conversation about Fallout Boy, or did you get to actually know them? I got to know them a bit, but like we were talking about just um, like this weird resurgence of like emo pop punk music. Like there's like two nights a week here where there's like a cover and a DJ and like dancing to all of that like early 2000s uh, uh, scene, that, that music. So we we're kind of talking about that. Like Secret Group is a place that has it here and warehouse alive so yeah we were just kind of talking it was already pretty late by that time so i only um hung with them for like an hour maybe 90 minutes or something like that um fallout boy weezer and green day uh green day yeah. all just performed it right yeah yeah i saw that they were here in uh, houston Damn. too apparently it's called a hella mega tour yeah <laughs> yeah they were just in uh in at fenway in boston and uh but Fallout Boy had to pull out because someone got COVID, mm-hmm. and uh, so then Weezer covered their songs for them. 
Did they really? Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah, at least at least a cool. few of them. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. I heard it was cool. Awesome. Uh, well, they were okay by the time they got to Wrigley because it happened on Sunday. And from what I'm hearing, there's about uh, 60,000 vapes that are just lost in Wrigley Field right now. Because everybody <laughs> lost their vapes at the concert. You lose your vapes. Lily, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? So this most of this week, I've been uh, staying at my girlfriend's place. And she has a uh, dog named Kaiba. He's a Shiba Inu, um, very cute dog. And uh, he typically sleeps in the bed with us, but he'll he'll usually sleep at the, the foot of the bed. Uh, so it was like 3 a.m. And uh, my girlfriend got up and like, or just said something to me. And I, I, I don't remember what she said, but I, I just immediately went back to sleep and I, I put my arm over her. And then... Uh, a little bit later, the door opens and a figure appears in the doorway. And I just see this like shadowy figure that looks like a uh, like a night terror come to life. And I just start like yelling because I I'm like, we're both in the bed here. Who the hell is that? We're supposed to be alone in the apartment. Uh, and it turns out it was her. And when I had gone back to sleep, I had actually put my arm over Kaiba, the dog, who I thought was her. Uh, and then she she had gotten up to pee. So I scared the hell out of myself thinking that there was like an intruder in the apartment <laughs> by mistaking her so dog funny. for my girlfriend. <laughs> I have no questions. It's, a, it's just a good story. So yeah, yeah. I believe it. All right, so here it is. Uh, we'll do a recap, but you will get five points if I guess wrong on what your answer is. So, uh, Danny, uh, what was your story? Uh, I tested my spice limits at B-dubs and witnessed uh, a successful blazing challenge. Great. Steven, what was yours? Uh, I got chewed out when I called a church. All right. Sarab, what was yours? I hitchhiked with some emo pop punk lovers uh, to a bar and got to know them and the scene a little better. Awesome. Lily, what was yours? Just took a dog for my girlfriend. All right. Here we go. I'm going to go in reverse order. Lily, yours is true. Sarb, yours is true. Steven, yours is bullshit. Danny, yours is true. Danny, true or bullshit? Yep, true. 100%. Steven, true or bullshit? Bullshit. Sarab, true or bullshit? Bullshit. Whoa. Nice. Great story. That was a good story. Great story. Uh, Lily, true or bullshit? 100% true. Ah, (laughs) only person scoring points this round is Sarab. And I forgot to say earlier, not only is Steven my best friend, but he is the timekeeper and the scorekeeper. So Steven, what is our score and how are we doing on time? Well, you just said it, but Sarab is up by five points because no one else has any points. And time, we're doing okay. All we right. Got time for, we got time for one more line out of your pretty, pretty face, Jeff. Well, thank you for calling me pretty. That last line is... You know, I that's called you the, pretty, pretty. Okay, thank you for calling me pretty, pretty. That is the end of our first round. Yeah, she's... She's pretty pretty. <laughs> right. Pretty pretty. Not not pretty, pretty but pretty. pretty pretty. She's pretty pretty. She's pretty enough to be mistaken for a dog, basically. Right. <laughs> Look, uh, he would he nudged his way under the blankets. He normally sleeps at the foot of the bed. I just I've met your girlfriend and I've seen a dog and they feel different. <laughs> you should have noticed. I was like uh, asleep. I only woke up for like 10 seconds. <laughs> okay, okay. My aunt and her yellow lab sleep, sleep, snout to mouth. They like literally <laughs> breathe into each other's mouths and they're like best friends. Like, like my uncle's like, I don't know what the fuck is happening, but the dog sleeps in between them and it's literally snout to nose. It's gross. It happens. It happens. Uh, we're already in the middle of our second round. And in our second round, it's get to know our guests. I'm going to ask Sarab three questions and then Danny and Lily are going to try to figure out 
if uh, Sarb's stories are true or if they are bullshit. So Sarb, we're going to get to know you. Uh, my first question for you is, uh, when was the time you were the bravest? I was babysitting my cousin's dog and she got into a bad fight at the dog park. And I jumped between the dogs and I got a little torn up and I, and I really, yeah. And I pulled them. I like had to almost pin down the other dog. Cause I think he or she, hmm. I think it was a, he started it. So I had to like pin down that dog and like got like, I still have like a little scar on my thumb from it. And what, uh, what kind of dogs were they? Yeah. This is a golden doodle doodle. The other one surprised Rottweiler. And the and I found oh. out the Rotland Doodles are famously very very rough. Yeah, and apparently that dog's name was Cotton Candy to be like <laughs> ironic or something. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what you were doing. <laughs> so you got you got scratched up quite a bit. A little bit. It's like you know when you're not like bit into, but like you're you're scratched with the yeah. bites. Like I got a lot yeah. of that, and some from my cousin's dog. Um, so it was like in between. Uh, and then I, so then there was a lot of blood, but I eventually I realized it wasn't blood from me or the dogs oh, from the dog, but one of them, my uh, uh, cousin's dog bit her tongue. And so like, oh. she was fine, but then like it was blood all over. So I guess at that time I thought I was super brave because I'm like covered in all this dog blood. Uh, <laughs> that's what bravery to Sarab is covered in dog blood uh, so but then afterwards I'm like oh we're okay and like I, uh, I had to call my cousin after that because it was in Chicago he lives in Chicago now and um, he was like at a bachelor party so I had to call him to be like everything's fine I'm not quite fine but everything's fine I was going to question, are you sure this is your bravest moment? Because I feel like there might have been. But the way you described being covered in dog blood, <laughs> I believe that you feel that you, even if you weren't bravest in this moment, I think you believe you were bravest in this moment. Yes, yes. I don't think like I had like courage or like integrity, <laughs> but I think I felt brave for me. So I think it's very brave because when dogs get really uh, agitated, that's pretty scary because you don't want to go near them because yeah you, they'll, they'll tear you apart but then there's you, there's this sort of protective aspect of you where you think that's my dog i'll do anything to help it so that's pretty brave i think that's pretty brave i also want to point out that when you talked about the dog biting its tongue all i i'm pretty sure all four of us like bit our own tongue we all just tested it a little bit i think i did too you? yeah I, yeah I, I thought i looked at everybody because i was doing it and i looked around and i saw danny definitely biting his tongue and i thought steven did i can't see lily's face so i can't I'm tell bleeding lily... right now i'm i'm yeah. gushing blood yeah. yeah yeah i i famously wear a full ski mask during recordings to keep yeah. uh anonymity yeah and it helps so i can't read your facial expressions to tell if you're lying or not uh, okay, that was the first uh, question. Uh, that was when Sarab was the bravest. Question number two, when were you the strongest? In college, at one point, I could do 70 push-ups in a row. Sarab, that's very impressive. That is. Without breaking, just go 70 straight? That's a tough number. Yeah. Yeah. That's really tough. Yeah. How did you start testing that how did you start doing it there's this website and it still exists called 100pushups.com or something like that and what it is it's a six week thing and it's three days a week for like 10 minutes like that's all it is and like you can start where you can only like even if you can only do knee push-ups um you can start from there but it's it's interval so it's like do three rest a minute do five rest a minute do four rest a minute do seven rest a minute max out um, and then it builds. So then like week three is like 12, 15, 11, 15, 20. And then you build up to like the sixth week. Um, and you're supposed to be able to end up doing a hundred, not in a row, but like broken up. Um, but I never like tested that. I just tried to see how many I could do like in a row. Um, so you never got to hundred. Did it feel like you failed? A little bit. I just got sleepy, I think. 
Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the back, also known as muscle atrophy. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the back half of 2012 was just a sleepy time. <laughs> you know, you, you say you just have to do 100 broken up, but you didn't give a time limit. So I'm trying to think if in my entire life I've done 100 push ups and completed this challenge, just broken up by a very long amount of time. I honestly don't know if I've done a hundred total push-ups. Like in your whole I, life, Lily? Yeah. Combined? Well, okay. I you we've had to as a as as a oh no, I don't did you do the uh the national fitness testing in, in school, Lily? Because I know that's a yes. public school thing, but I, I don't you went to private school, didn't you? Yeah, but like that was like maybe do 10 push-ups. It was mostly like running laps was the national thing, which I was I was pretty good at, but not push-ups. Mm. Like I never I honestly don't know if I've done 100 push-ups. Have you have you guys? Yeah. Oh, over I, over my lifetime, sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I try oh, okay. to when I work out, I try to at least pass my current age every time. So, and I'm currently well, that- Almost, that's only like 14 I'm almost 15 right so so uh no i i try to do like 30 push-ups a day that's that's what's very what's hanging me up on the story is i can get through 30 but getting to even 40 i'm like dying and it's like yeah. how how can you do 70 i i i could not think my arms could even if i'm like comfortable with 50 five more seems really challenging when you're hitting your limit yeah there was an Instagram Instagram challenge where people were doing, I think it was like 20 push-ups a day for 20 days uh, as a sort of supporting mental health for uh, yes, yeah. soldiers who had returned from overseas. And I I did I did it. I never filmed myself doing it, but I did it <laughs> just to see if I could do it because I thought that's a good challenge. I support the cause. I'm not going to acknowledge it uh, in a <laughs> Instagram post. Then does it even I count? It, so I will. Do- it doesn't. It did not. No. And but I don't know that I felt like I got stronger, and I know I did. It didn't. It just didn't feel like it got easier. It's sort of what you were saying. It just felt so tired after 20 days of doing it every day. Yeah. I, Interesting. I, I I didn't feel like I got. I don't think I even looked that much stronger. I think I just was like lean and smaller at the time. Um, yeah, so it's not like I bulked up or anything. It's okay. So you can you can do at that time you could do seventy push-ups in a row. How many dogs could you lift? Right to protect. Are we talking about yeah. Lily's uh, girlfriend dog? Are we talking about Buster? The oh, we're talking about your dog about 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 pinning a dog to the ground to prevent further violence. Okay, I guess it depends on the size, but I'm going to say I could back to back to back, assuming there was not much blood after. I'd say five. I could do five. Easy five. Oh, wow. That's, okay. a, that's a good number. Yeah. Yeah. Good number. Yeah. Uh, question number three, Sarab, a time when you were the slickest. This is a good question. Uh, I'll preface with slick or lucky and dumb, but we'll go with slick because that's um what you asked um i was so i went to the university of houston and down the street is rice university which is like a a great fantastic college and it's very um uh uh, academic and and kind of um scholarly i think that's the right word very scholarly Mm -hmm. but each year um and it was like they had a party called night of decadence And it was like this, so they don't have frats or sororities. They have like college houses, like a la um, uh, Harry Potter. And one of the Mm. colleges like throws like this massive rager to the point where it encompasses like a third of the school, like the Houston police department, like, uh, uh, like tend this party. And it's been going on since the seventies. And it is like the sexual purge because it's, (laughs) each year it's like very sexually themed like one year i went um it was the theme was uh harry nodder and the chamber harry nodder slither into my chamber of secrets um (laughs) or a a game of moans winter is coming so like it was it always these i was it spelled uh 
G A M E, game. Oh yeah, that, that checks out. That checks yeah. out. That's creative. That's because we had in our college, Lily and I went to school together, and they didn't come up with creative names. One one theme was just called sluts and dinosaurs. <laughs> I feel like that assumes dinosaurs. I feel like that assumes dinosaurs can't be slutty. Right. Well, that's the thing. And that's what was so great about it. And gender didn't matter. Anyone could be a dinosaur and anyone could be a slut. Uh, for your entertainment, Pegasaurus. That, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I taught uh, uh, an improv workshop in Southern Illinois University for an uh, improv festival they were having. And it happened to be, Stephen, that's where you went, right? Well, which one? I went to Edwardsville. And oh, it doesn't guess. count. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carbondale. Uh, so they had every year a um, a weekend that's just called Pimps and Hoes Weekend. <laughs> and I happened to be down there during Pimps and Hoes Weekend teaching an improv festival. It just was startling. Sarab, go ahead with your story. Yes. So that's the <laughs> backdrop. I'll, I'll skip to the, 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 the slicky time. Um. I like was a college kid and I didn't drink that much, like mostly beer and stuff. But I, before that party, like pre-gaming drank within 15 minutes, half a bottle of Grey Goose. Um, so half 12 ounces of, of, of liquor. Cause I had it with Red Bull and I'm like, doo, 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 doo. cause I'm like, I want to get shit faced for this party. And I did to where I, I don't yeah. remember a thing for like the next 30, 45 minutes. Um, and then it just became blurbs. And so what happened eventually is I was with my friend Alan and the porta potties are like the other side of, of the party. So on the third or fourth floor, I peed off the balcony. Um, and then a cop came and saw and found us. And he ran. He just started. And uh, the cop like took me downstairs and uh, he's like, give me your ID. Got to write you up. And we're so scantily clad dress. Like I don't have, I barely am wearing anything. So I don't have an ID. He's like, give me your address. What's your name? I'm like, my name is Stuart Carly. I'm, uh, uh, he's like, Stuart, your name's Stuart. I'm like, Stuart Carly. He's like, what's your address? I'm like, 1918 Pin Oak Road. It's like, okay. Like uh, full address. I'm like, 77450. He's like, again, Stuart Carly, spell it. S-T-U-R-E-T-K-A-R-L-E-Y. What's the address? 1918 Pin Oak Road, 77450. Uh, where do you live? Uh, uh, duplex. Like, had me keep repeating it, and then he wrote it down and gave me a ticket under that information, and didn't question it. And then I just kept. I went on my way and kept being drunk. So in my drunkest I've ever been in my life, that state, I somehow one Stuart Carly's a kid I went to elementary school. I don't know why that came up. Okay. And then I I've, just I've done that. I've done that. Yeah, and I just made up that address and was able to like is there and the cop was trying to give me a t- ticket for public urination instead of like getting my stomach pumped at a hospital right <laughs> yeah and sarb it's possible you still might not be able to graduate from rice university that's the that was the biggest bummer i, I was trying to get my doctorate yeah they could withhold your diploma if you ever go back there yeah it was the address you gave was that someone else's address that you knew or just an address of a campus or you just made I it made up made it up 1980 uh, I, I don't remember the numbers but it was pin oak because pin oak is like an actual street in like a, a major okay. one in houston so i imagine that you guys were so sated and it was just right behind the cop was was the address that you were giving and uh, <laughs> there was someone named stuart carly walking behind you yeah yeah just like dorm 19 dorm 18 uh, someone had a pin on there. Yeah, oak tree. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like Stuart as a kid, or was he someone who uh, annoyed you? Um, you know, Stuart was someone who was like a little annoying in elementary, and then like he like really blossomed into high school, like where he became like insanely handsome and cool, and like was dating and I think married like this just cool, smart, sophisticated woman. So always we were like, ah, Stuart nerd. And then he like, then he ended up getting, uh, he went to Annapolis, like uh, the military academy or Air Air Force, whatever it is. And um, Navy, Navy, Navy. Yeah. So we were like, dang, Stuart, man. I really hope he didn't like get a ticket. now he can't (laughs) go to Houston. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, we'll do a uh, quick recap and then Lily and Danny will guess uh, as to if they believe your stories are true. If you fool them, you get 10 points. If they guess correctly, they get 10 points. So uh, your first uh, question, when were you the bravest? When was that, Sarm? Dog fight, bloody dog fight in the summer. Great. <laughs> question number two, uh, when were you the strongest? 70 push-ups in college. And question number three, when were you the slickest? I tricked a cop while uh, dangerously, dangerously drunk. All right. Uh, Danny, dogfight, true or bullshit? My gut says true. I'm going to go true. All right. Lily? Yeah, there's something about being covered in another species' blood that makes <laughs> me think uh, that would make you feel brave. So I say true. All right. Uh, Steven, true or bullshit? Go bullshit on that one, Jeff. All right, all right. Uh, Sarb, you get you get extra points uh, if Stephen uh, is wrong. So you just wish for him to always be wrong. Okay, uh, second question. When were you the strongest 70 push-ups? Did he do 70 push-ups, Danny? No, he did not. No, I don't think so. I. It's so improbable. I can't. <laughs> Right. Danny says bullshit remorsefully for some reason. Uh, Lily, true or bullshit? See, I, I, I'm also saying bullshit, but for, for a different reason. I think the question, when were you the strongest, I think would, would like conjure a specific story. So I think that this was this was the lie. Okay. Yeah, this is a lie. Yeah. Stephen, true or bullshit? Oh, I, I think it's true, but I also think he'd say every fucking day he's a strong he's a strong <laughs> individual. So I'm going with it's true. All right, and the slickest, uh, ratting out his best friend uh, or a former friend from school um, at a rice uh, crazy party. Danny, true or bullshit? I think I'm the same with Lily. I think I'm going to say true. I believe this. All right, Lily hasn't even answered, and you've already said yeah. you're going. How, how, how do you know what I'm going to say? You said, you said this is. I you said in the last one, you said I think this is the one that's bullshit. Which, if that's the one that's bullshit, there are two others. It's called listening. I took improvisation from Jeff. Okay. Sherlock Holmes has met his Mycroft. You're you're yeah. slick, Danny. <laughs> yeah, I'm not as Lily. I'm not as slick as Sarah, but yes. Yeah, uh, uh, Lily. Yeah. yeah, no, I think it's true. You think it's true? All right. And Stephen, true or bullshit? I think it's bullshit. Stephen, you're just going the opposite of both of them, which is pretty hilarious. Okay. Sarab, <laughs> did you save a dog? True or bullshit? Bullshit. Damn it. Oh, fuck. Shit. Uh, did, so good at this game. Did you do 70 push-ups? Yep. True. Oh no. Oh no. And did you pee off a roof and then give a friend's name and a fake address? True. Okay. Oh, okay. So you, you got one right. So uh Steven, can you give us an update on the score? Danny and Lily both have 10 points each, but Sharab has 45 points, everybody. 45 points. Adam Sandler. Yeah, his Adam <laughs> Sandler just for the scoring update. All right. Well, that is the end of our second round. Never been so disappointed to hear someone wasn't covered in dog blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's time for our third round, and our third round is an all-play, and this is uh, one of my favorite games. It's the Who, What, Where. Uh, each of them are going to uh, tell a story. However, they're going to list their who, their what, and their where first, and then after they finish their story, I'm going to have to try to figure out which of those things was the lie, the who, the what, or the where. And we are going to start with Danny. Danny, what is your who? My who yeah. is Morgan Spurlock. Really? Okay. Uh, what is your what? My what is a corduroy sport jacket. And what is your where? The West 4th subway station. Okay. In, in Manhattan. 
West Fourth. Yeah, just a, a larger subway station. Okay. Uh, what's your story? Uh, I uh, in college interned at a production company, which was uh, run and owned and operated by Morgan Spurlock. It was a documentary production company, and um, a terrible experience overall. The company has since gone under because they were all Me Too'd, uh, which is great. Um, Yeah, so that's rough, but uh, basically I was an intern, so I did a lot of menial tasks and everything you expect an intern to do, and a lot of times I had to take out uh, a lot of the trash if they went on a shoot and they had to bring it back from location or they were cleaning out and it was the summer so they didn't have a lot to do so I had to help clean out a lot of the offices. So I uh, was assisting Morgan Spurlock's uh, assistant to clear out some of his stuff and it was right at the end of the day and I had done everything and then she said, oh, I forgot this last thing. Can you just throw this on the pile of trash outside. And it was this corduroy sport jacket that was really, I thought was cool, but it had a, a large rip down, you know, the seam uh, under the arm. And uh, basically she was like, oh yeah, Morgan doesn't want it. It's just been sitting in a closet. We're just throwing it out. And I was like, do you not want to give it away? And she was like, no, no, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you want to. And then my thought was like, well, also I could take it. So I just said, yeah, I'll go, I'll take, I'll give it away. I'll definitely give it away. Uh, so I put the jacket on and it, mind you, it's like the, it's the end of July in New York city. And I, so I put on this giant, I didn't want to hold it. So I put this giant sport coat on and I get on the train and I was asked and stared at by lots of people about the uh, not lots, but a handful of people. I got a lot of looks, more so than uh, comments, on this jacket. And I just wrote it all, the wore this jacket on the subway to Penn Station and then on the Long Island Railroad all the way home. And I walked into my house with uh, Morgan Spurlock's old sport jacket. And did you say it was a corduroy jacket or just a sports jacket? Yeah, it was a corduroy jacket. It was like a like a casual corduroy jacket. I think it had elbow patches as well. And people, people thought that was weird because it was so warm. Well, there were. It was a a that it was warm. B it was. I was. It was a day that I was on set, so I was in like a t shirt, and I was not wearing the right stuff. And also, Morgan Spurlock is a regular sized human, and I, in case for all of our listeners haven't seen me in real life, I'm a short person. So it was a big jacket on a small person, and. I wore it with stuff. <laughs> it was what you would call a supersized jacket. Oh, Whoa. Very nice. That it that was great. That was great. <laughs> Sing it. Sing it. <laughs> <laughs> supersized jacket. No, no, we, we he was no, 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 we no, were no, joking, no. Stephen. We were it. joking. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, Danny. I did you saw the size? Were you getting it for yourself or for someone else? Or did you think you could alter it? No, I was going to – I ended up uh, fixing it, like getting it sewn shut at the cleaners. But um, I was just like I wanted to have uh, Morgan Spurlock's jacket. That's just cool to have. I had grown up in health class. We watched Super Size Me was the movie we watched all the time because they were like, stay away from fast food. It's the mid-2000s. And we were like, oh, come on. And you were in grade school and in the mid-2000s? I'm, yeah, well, yes, technically, yes. Okay. Uh, by technically, I mean definitely. Yes. All right. Even though I said I'm 15, I'm older than that. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 Morgan Spurlock was a really nice guy, actually. He, of, when I say that, he did write an article about himself and like kind of outing himself as someone who treated people poorly. But the, his, his business partners were the people who were the real issue when it comes to uh, Me Too and treating people well. Um, but he was a very pleasant person and I was just like, oh, cool. I have Morgan Spurlock's jacket and, and I'm sure he wore it to something cool. Danny, okay. I, I, I believe I've read an article where he said, I've cheated on every girlfriend and partner I've ever had. Yeah, I was not one of those. So to me, he was fine. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that, Danny. Uh, 
Steven, what is your who and what and your where? Your who? Uh, is my sister. My what will be a Game Boy. And where will be a Best Buy. Okay, great. What is your story? Uh, my story is when I was younger and when my sister was like two, we went to the store and I was responsible for my sister. And I went straight to the video game section as young kids do. And I was like looking at games and, you know, there was like a little demo set up. So I was playing with a Game Boy and I did not pay attention to my sister at all. And she ran away. She ran away and she went, I don't know where. We actually had to like shut the store down due to my incompetence. And we shut it down. And like five minutes later, we somebody found her in a different section of the store where she was fine. So did she get lost or run away? She ran away from me and my family, but I was the one responsible, but she, you know, like ran away unbeknownst to me because I was playing video games. Interesting. So she intentionally was planning on running away. Well, I mean, she was two. She was just like, oh, I'm two. Gonna, I'm, okay. Yeah, she two. was two, two, two. She was okay. a young child. So she was. And how old were you? Ten ish. Oh. And what game were you playing? Oh, I have no idea. Not a clue. Did you have a favorite Game Boy game? Mm, Legend of Zelda, probably. The uh, Link's Awakening. That was pretty good. Pokemon um, DuckTales yeah. for the for the Game Boy best game ever made still still a banger <laughs> love it I I'm a I'm a, a Star Wars episode 1 pod racing oh. racer game so that's <laughs> on that's Game Boy on Game Boy Color really hmm. okay yeah. all right Steven thank you for that Sarab what is your who what and your where uh the the who is Bob Odenkirk the where is Second City. The what is stand-up comedy. All right. What is your story? Uh, the Second City, known for its stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah. Up Comedy Club. Ever oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. wait. We're going to do... Yeah. We're going to do sketch there now? Okay. Well, what about the stand-up? We're not... <laughs> okay. Well, let's start a... Uh, let's start a film school. How about that? Yeah. Um, rename it again. Yeah. Rename it again. So uh, what it was is we, I was at Second City um, and uh, we were doing, uh, what was it? Legendary Laughs. It was like a show in the Up Comedy Club. It was like a best of. And uh, we'd like finished the show and we went down to 1959, the bar there to like get our comp drink. Um, and man, this whole podcast can make yeah, me seem all like- All of your stories have involved drinking. <laughs> yeah, you were yeah. drunk with those dogs. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> drunk on, on their blood. The whole- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but uh, yeah, so we were there and um, we we're all having drinks. The cast, we were super close and we were there for like an hour and two, like I had a few drinks and um, uh, it was like Tim, no, it was it? I can't remember who all was in that cast except Adam Shrek, um, who who plays into this. So um, he had already left, and then Beth Kligerman comes and finds me, and she's like, "Do you?" It was just you and Adam Shrek here, right? The rest of the cast is left. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." She's like, "Is so Adam's no longer here?" I'm like, "No, Adam's gone." What's up? She's like, "Do you do stand up?" I'm like, uh, "Sure, I do." little stand up and um so she's like do you think you could put together like five minutes i'm like easy easy (laughs) like three drinks in um she's like okay can you do it within the next hour i'm like what are you talking about beth this is sarb and we she's like okay well we need it for this show and there was a show going up in the up comedy club that was like um bob odenkirk was hosting and it was like a series of uh, variety acts and stuff like that and um she brings me upstairs. She's like, so this is Bob Odenkirk. I'm like, hey, oh my gosh, such a big fan. Like, what's up? And he was nicer than nice can be. And he's like, uh, so I hear you do stand up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. 
And uh, he's like, can you just like, just introduce yourself and maybe like talk about your day as if like you were starting a set. And I'm like, "Uh, hey there, my name's Sorry, he's all this. He's like, you clearly have the charisma, like we'll see in an hour. I'm like, okay. And so then I go into the, uh, just lock myself on the men's side of the up, like chugging water and just writing, writing, writing bits. And it was mostly characters because I'd just done like, um the snl showcase so i i just retooled some of those into jokes and um yeah and and so i went up and did these the stand-up like right like not right before bob odenkirk but like i was part of this like little stand-up group and like joe firestone was there doing stand-up if you know her she's like super talented so there's like really talented people um so yeah and then i just did like impressions and characters and um yeah and like kind of a joke here or there and it was cool i got to meet him yeah meet him after he's really nice got a picture and how did the set go it was good it was very clear that like i wasn't a stand-up but it was still funny i think i prefaced with that where they're like um i think i was like this is going to be mostly impressions buckle up or something like that or not impressions but like characters so it went well like uh classic aziz impression I did a mouse that was a sommelier and it was just me like trying to climb like a massive bottle to like uncork. A <laughs> One was like a koi boy at a dance and I just walked around the stage being koi. Um, That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Uh, what did uh, Odenkirk do? Uh, he, I don't remember what all he did because I went, they wanted us to leave like right away and they didn't want us in the house. So I had to go back to the men's uh, waiting room and change my shirt because it was just drenched in sweat. So uh, I heard a little bit about it. A lot of his was storytelling, like he was talking about like Mr. Show and all that and like sketches that didn't make it. Um, yeah, he's very charismatic and, you know, can hold a stage. So that was cool. Okay. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Lily, what is your who, what, where? <sighs> I'm desperately Google Googling wine types, trying to come up with a uh, rat pun like ratatouille, but for a sommelier. <laughs> I can't do it though. Oh, God damn it! There's something there. I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll I'll think of something in the middle of the story. Okay. I so. didn't I didn't know we were allowed to use Google because this would this would help me out so much during this podcast Jeff, if I could just Google things. I'm constantly googling things when we record the show all the time. So. <laughs> She's just trying to think of the smartest joke and outshine all of us. Classic. And we're going to leave all of this in so everyone knows that you're just a Wikipedia person. People know that I put in a lot of effort in my heart and soul, Stephen. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, So my uh, who is a uh, Tinder hookup. My where is my childhood home. And my what is uh, telling someone I love them for the first time by accident. Oh no, I'm already very worried about this story. Uh, go ahead, Lily. <laughs> so, so in in college, um, it was like in it was during the summer. Um, I was back at home, and there was this person I had met on Tinder, and we hooked up a couple times, got to know each other, and just you know kind of became friends. Um, and she was over at my my house uh, late one night, and. Um, she knew I had something to do the next morning and she was like, I should probably go, um, you know, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, like I, I can stay up a little bit later. And then I had to go to the basement for something. Um, I think to like change the laundry from the laundry to the dryer. Uh, I know very hot and sexy. Uh, and what I discovered was across the doorway to, uh, to the laundry room, uh, was a huge spider web filled with probably 200 baby wolf spiders. And I'm terrified of spiders. Uh, and so I really, really freaked out. And I got like a can of rage and I just like sprayed down the whole basement until it became uninhabitable and just was like freaking out. And I went back upstairs and I was like, there's like, there's so many fucking spiders down there. I was just freaking out and kind of losing my cool. And then I realized, like, I, I'm not looking. Cool. I'm not looking, looking very <laughs> suave right now. Uh, so I was like trying to like regain control of the situation. Um, and then we got back on the topic of like, oh, she should go. It was like, 
yeah, like I should go. Like you're gonna hate me in the morning if you know you you're tired for this thing tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, but like I I love you tonight. Like trying to be cool and suave. And she was like, you you love me? And my mind just like went completely blank. Like oh she she thinks I'm like actually confessing love. And I just said yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so. Yeah, that was the first time I had ever told someone. And she, she said she loved me. Uh, and I think I saw her maybe like once or twice after that and slowly tapered off the relationship because I was really scared of that commitment. And spiders. And spiders. Yeah, that's what I was... That was a bad night all around. I'm, I'm confused that you're so afraid of spiders, yet you know the exact species that it was. Danny. I know the exact species because that house was fucking infested with wall spiders. And yeah. there were the reason okay. I'm scared is multiple times in my childhood, I had come into my room Ow. and there had been huge wolf spiders. Like there was one on my pillow one time when I was about to go to bed. So I, I was traumatized by these wolf spiders. Uh, they're, they're actually harmless, but. Do they, do they hunt in packs? Yeah, there's the alpha and the beta. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Well, it turns out it wasn't spiders. It was just your current girlfriend. That yes. was right. Yes. Oh. oh All right. Love that. 30 points uh, if I guess your uh, who, what, where wrong. Uh, so there's a lot of points at stake for here. Let's do a quick recap. And in between each one, I'm going to guess instead of going all the way around so I can remember it. So Danny, what was your who, what, where? My who is Morgan Spurlock. My what is a uh, corduroy sport jacket. And my where is the West 4th subway. Gosh, dang it. Uh, If it's the subway stop, I'll be really mad because it's such an insignificant part of the entire story. Like it was just thrown in at the end that that would make me real mad if you are trying to include that as your lie because that's pretty bullshit. So um, <laughs> I'm not going to take that bait. I'm going to say it wasn't a jacket because I don't think anybody cares if it was a jacket. You can be, you're in New York. Nobody cares if you're wearing a weird jacket in New York. So I'm going to say jacket. Uh, let's see, Stephen, what, recap your who, what, where? Uh, the who was my sister, the what was a Game Boy? The where was Best Buy? I think it wasn't a Game Boy. I think it was like a PlayStation or a Nintendo or something like that. I don't think it was. Abacus. Yeah, an abacus. Uh, I just don't think it was a Game Boy because who goes to Best Buy to play the Game Boy? Everybody goes to play the other games because I 100% did that. As soon as I would go into a store, would go to the back, go straight to the video game place and play PlayStation or Nintendo. At what age? 40. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Sarah, you're who, what, where? Who, Bob Odenkirk, what? Stand-up comedy, where? The Up Comedy Club of Second City. Oh, that, where? Okay, uh, I'm gonna say it wasn't Bob Odenkirk. I'm actually going to make a guess as to who I think it was. I think it was Jeff Garland. I don't think it was Odenkirk. I'm just going to guess that it was Jeff Garland. And I have no other reasoning behind it. As a Garland vibe or a Richard Kind vibe? No, Richard Kind. Nobody needs to open up for Richard Kind. He, <laughs> that, that, he's just a master all by himself. Uh, That's true. All right, Lily, you're who, what, where? Uh, who is a, a Tinder hookup? Where is my childhood home? And the what is saying I love you by accident because of spiders. <laughs> because of spiders. I'm going to say it wasn't a Tinder hookup. I was, I'm going to say it was someone who you had kind of been dating or hung out with or not a Tinder hookup. Okay, that's my guesses and my rationale. Danny, what was your lie? My lie was the jacket. It was actually a director's chair Ooh. that, yeah, that I carried <laughs> on the subway and <laughs> that had his name on it uh, on the back. It said Spurlock, but the CK fell off. So it just said Spurlo. 
and that's why he wanted it thrown out. So I, I said, yeah, I'll throw it away. And I took it on the subway and then on the train home and then brought it to college and then to, to Chicago. And it had, it has been with me. It was with me for about five years until, uh, I used it as a desk chair and it gave me no support. And then when I moved out of Chicago, I threw it out. All right. Oh, you threw it out. I threw it out. It's in the it's in a dumpster somewhere in near a bunker in southern Illinois near Stephen. Okay. All right. Yeah. Great. Uh Stephen, what what was your lie? The lie was Best Buy. It happened at a Walmart. <laughs> oh, that's such bullshit. Well, there's a part of me that thought maybe it was a Target or a Walmart, but Best Buy just made so much sense because it's Spent hours in Best Buy. Just yep. Where else do you play Walmart games? Ma- like yeah. that, that's why I went with Best Buy. Doesn't Walmart make sense though? Because he's from the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Hey, there's yeah. a Best Buy not that far away. Not that. Far yeah, away. but there's like a there's like a cover fee to get in there. It's like, <laughs> right. Uh, it's a, it's a club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Sarah. Which was your lie? Who, what, or where? The what. Really? It was not stand up. Beth could not tear me away from 1959 to go to five minutes of stand up. Um, it was a sketch, actually. Um, it was like a fundraiser sketch. And it was actually um, Dave Pasquazi that was supposed to do that role, but um, he, like, he didn't get a flight back in time. And so oh. then it was going to be Adam Shrek for some reason. Not for some reason. He's very talented. That's why. <laughs> yeah. um, but just like whoever like was left at 1959, I guess he couldn't do it. And then I spent an hour not doing stand up, but just like learning the sketch. Um, oh, yeah. which is even I, I don't know. Just doing stand up from out of nowhere. That that's that's terrifying. That's very scary. Yeah. But the times I've ever done stand up, it is like those characters that I mentioned that I do like Mouth Somalia is real. And I hope Lily has a fun. <laughs> It should be it should be a Comedy Central show. Just sell it. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, sell okay. it. Uh, Lily, what was your lie? Jeff, I just want to say that we've played this game a number of times, and I have never, ever gotten points from it. Yeah, it was the who. Uh, the, 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 the person was um, my, my girlfriend at the time, who I have told stories about on here before. Uh, and we did... Was this the one from high school? The one who I, I dated from high school into college. Um, right. To her, and, and just in case listeners missed that episode, the one you made sleep on the floor when she visited you. Uh, the one who I brought a bottle of wine to her two alcoholic parents. Yes. Right. Oh, same <laughs> one. Right. Okay. We're all the yes. same. Yeah, yeah, right. that, that one. Okay. That one. Okay. okay. Um, the one who broke up. We broke up when, you know, actually, no, I'll save that story for another time because that's a good story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> save it. Save it. <laughs> We're going to welcome her onto the show. Yeah. Week, we're gonna uh, she's it. back in the United States in New York for the first time in three years. <laughs> I don't want to know why she was out of the country. No. Save it. Save Arson. it for future episodes. All right. Arson Morris. All right. right. Steven, can you give us an update on scores? Yes. Danny and Lily are both tied at 10. And <laughs> yeah. Sarab won with 75 points wow. wow fantastic congratulations sarb it, it might feel like our guests always win but that's not true you have played very very it's, shrewdly. it's usually lily or the guest we'll it's say true that. It, that is very true steven even won but, one that is true <laughs> that's true very honored this was great you were great that, that i believed all your lies thank you thank you i tell them to myself <laughs> so. Sarb, do you have anything going on that you want to plug? Anything happening? Um, you know what? I'll plug this. Um, if you're listening to this fun podcast and you're not vaccinated, go get vaccinated. Uh, get oh, your nice plug. Yeah, get your booster oh, yeah. too. Uh, boosters are rolling out soon, so get your booster. Um, and uh, I, I think those are my plugs. Yeah. Those are great yeah, those are great plugs. So Sarb will be handing out vaccines. So look him up in Houston <laughs> and he will give you a boost wherever you're at. And if you're playing Fallout yeah. Boy, he might even get in the car with you. I might get in yeah. the car. You'll find him at 1918 Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, Sarb, for joining the show. Thank you, everybody, for uh, being a part of the show. Thank you for listening. This is Bullshit Alert. 
Thanks for listening to Bullshit Alert. Thank you to our guest, Saurabh Pandey. You can follow all the hijinks that Saurabh gets into on his Instagram at Saurabh, not Saurabh, or on Twitter at Saurabh the Movie. On behalf of Jeff Griggs, Lily Moss, and Danny Marshall, I'm Stephen Carter. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bullshit Alert. No, I. Like, share, and tell your friends about this show. Edited by Lucas Marshka. Theme music by Fred Stark. Check him out at fredstarkmusic.com and Spotify. Spotify.